and we are back with Ann Canfield from Finding Strength today, and she has lots of great information, as she always does all week long, every single week, and you know, folks, you could definitely check out all of her podcasting over at iHeartRadio, Deezer, Spotify, 365, and much more, but today's a special day like any other day, but a little bit more special because it's Valentine's and Anne brings her love to the show. Good evening, Anne. How are you? I am doing absolutely wonderful. I'm so glad to be here. So what do you have in your pocket for us tonight? Well, I know that it is Valentine's Day and today's uh, podcast is all about letting go. So if we want to think about love to let go, We could talk about that, but I am going to start with a Valentine's Day story. So my husband, many, many years ago, was scheduled to have uh, brain surgery on Friday, February 13th. And I was like, that doesn't sound like a good idea. And of course, the doctors and the surgeons were like, no, it's going to be fine. It's going to be great. There's no problem. Don't worry about the superstition. It's going to be great. And the year did not start off great for us. And I thought, something tells me there's going to be an issue with this surgery. (laughs) So Friday, February 13th, he had brain surgery. About an hour into the surgery, I get a phone call that his skull had caved in onto his brain. And they were not sure what the status was until they were able to correct it. And the reason why I tell this story is because I met with the surgeon. He was able to bring the skull back up, and my husband suffered no issue, no damage whatsoever. Wow. And I really ended up beating myself up a lot about the fact of pushing for this surgery, because this surgery was for him to get the neural pacemaker to help stop the seizures. Now, mind you, it wasn't life-threatening. We didn't have to have the neuropace, but it was really, really important to improve his life. And the fact that in the process of trying to improve it, that his skull caved in, you can imagine that sense of like, oh my gosh, what do we do? What do we do? What did we do? Why did we do this? And so today is all about letting go because I really had to let go of any of that, that thoughts and that thinking that I made a mistake. I shouldn't have pushed for this. I shouldn't have been kind of the huge backer and champion of like, yeah, we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to do it. Because now he's in danger. So I went home that night and the next day was Saturday, Valentine's Day. I got up, I took a shower. I got all dressed up to be at the hospital at 7.45 to meet with the surgeon to talk about what he did and how this thing has turned out. And I brought a dozen donuts to all the nurses on the ward. And the surgeon sat down with me and I said, I am so sorry. Maybe we shouldn't have done this. Maybe this was a mistake. And that surgeon looked at me and he said, you guys are doing great you have to move forward. You have to get this surgery. And he said, as a matter of fact, because this happened, I have set it up and put a nice metal plate in there so that we are ready to insert the neuropace for the next surgery, but we are moving forward. 
So that's this concept of kind of letting go, right? Sometimes we, we have a sense of guilt. I made a mistake. I think I made a wrong move. And letting go of those thoughts of what that looks like. So that is my Valentine's Day story. And every time on February 13th, going up to the 14th, I always think of that because I recognize the amount of love that I have for my husband and recognizing that in order for us to have gotten the neural pace, we had to let go of the fear of something bad happening. And something bad didn't happen, but guess what? In the end, it turned out okay. As John Lennon quotes, he says, it's all okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the end. <laughs> Beautiful. So so the last episode, we met with Joe Macko last week, and he talked about these trials that he has gone through and the testimony that he now has. And he has a great line that he said, and it was all about the fact of training versus trying. And... He talks about how he started training. He's actually an ultra marathon runner. And the reason why he started training is because he had a lot of issues going on in his life. Uh, he had cancer. He had lost a baby. And there's just, it's a great podcast. I highly encourage everyone to go back and listen to it. But it really talks about his wife telling him, hey, maybe you should go out and start running. And fast forward a couple of years down the road, he ended up and he has become and still is this ultra marathon runner. And he says, we well, got to start training. But in order to do that, you have to shift your focus to recognize you got to let go of something. Right. Absolutely. And, and today we're going to talk about letting go of habits, circumstances, items. We're going to talk about three quick things. Number one, we're going to talk about letting go of habits. Or um, how, what makes it important now? When you say, I want to let go of that, I want to change that. I don't want to do that anymore. We're going to talk about what makes it important now, whether it be a way of thinking, speaking, the habit, a circumstance. What, ask yourself, what makes this important? Well, why, what's really behind why I want to let this go? And, and what I want to change and give up is another way to look at that. Secondly, is we're going to look at the action of how is it currently serving you? Everything that you do, whether you realize it or not, you're doing it for a reason. It is serving you in some way and, and kind of taking a look of why do I do it this way? What is, what is the reason? And taking a look at that because once you let go of something, chances are something has to replace it. So there's that part of it as well. And then third, how do we let go? How do we actually let something go? So Bob Goth talks about um, when he buys a pair of pants, he actually cuts a hole in one of the front pockets. And the reason he does that is because he says, what we let go of is just as important as what we keep. <laughs> so I have to ask if I ask you, Kathleen, right now, is there anything that you want to change, give up, or that you would like to let go of? Is there a habit or anything you'd like to change to give up? Mm, being too nice is that is that a is that a possibility <laughs> you know I'm being honest nice. yes yeah my son's being always tell me nice. I'm too nice all the time I don't want to give it up but definitely have to redirect my thoughts sometimes yeah definitely that is a bad habit I guess a good habit bad habit being too nice. so when you look so when we look at that habit of you're being too nice what would actually so you'd stop being nice what would make that important today 
Why, why, why today? I think you have to, it's, how do I want to say, it? I don't want to redirect it, but yes, I do. In a way, I think letting go of certain things that do not have value by being okay. so nice to people that are not nice to you. Yes. Okay. So you have to definitely weigh out the good and the bad and definitely getting rid of that in order to be able to have the good come back into you to give it back. So it's a win-win, if you will. Right. And that's, and that's kind of a good example of like, what do we need to do of considering what is it? Why do we need to give something up? And, and why is that? Why is it important now? Because when we think of that, we have to think what's going to replace it. I think right? a more positive th thought, definitely giving it back to yourself is healthy. Yep. We talked, yep. you just spoke about being healthy and doing something. The young man that went through the cancer, uh, yep. definitely giving up something. You know, a lot of people will say, I'll give up chocolate. I'll give up other products. Um, but definitely giving up being nice in a broad perspective, if you will. Okay. And, and that's kind of that idea of what does that look like, right? When you picture like today, the current state of how you are, and what does that future state look like? So I'll give you an example. I had a client a few years ago and she came and she said, you know, I really want to, I want to stop eating out a few nights a week. I just think I should stop eating out. And I, I asked her the question, what makes that important today? What, why would, why do you want to make that change and give that up? And she stated, well, my mother would tell me that I should be eating at home more. I go, oh, that's interesting. So what, what is the, tell me about when you eat out? Like, what do you get from that? How is that serving you? And this feeds right into our second question, right? First of all, what is, what is that motivates you to make that change? And then secondly, how is that serving you? And when we talked about that and talked through that, she recognized the reason she liked to eat out was because of the fact that she got community at the end of the day. She knew every restaurant owner that she would go to. She knew all the staff at those places. So for a long day of work as accounting, she would be able to go to a restaurant and say, hi, Billy, how are you doing? So great, wonderful. Yeah, the weather's nice outside. And she'd be able to have that two-minute conversation. And that meant something for her. That was serving a purpose for her life. Does that make sense? Absolutely, it does. So when she, so when she looked at that, she's like, wait a minute, I'm looking to give this up, but I'm looking to give it up because somewhere in my mind, I'm thinking I should just be eating at home because eating at home is better in some cases. But then when she looked at how is this serving me? Okay, maybe it is serving a purpose for my life. Do I really need to give it up? And do I need to give it up as much as I thought I did? And there's right? an alternative to that too, right? There's other factors that you can go along with that. So if she's not eating out and she does want to meet people, how does that make a play? How do you redirect? Exactly the point. And that's the important thing to consider when you're looking at giving something up. We need to consider what makes it important today. What is actually the real purpose, the objective of it? And secondly, how is this current behavior or thought pattern? How is it currently serving you? Another example would be like telling stories of people that um, always give a negative story, right? And you ask them how everything is. Oh, it's terrible. It's awful. I got this problem. I got that problem. And you look at that. And you say, oh, I really want to give that up. Well, when you think about what is the objective of that? You know, not in all cases, but in some cases, and I will speak of me, I will tell you, I used to be this person 15 years ago. I would love to tell you all the bad stuff because I wanted the attention, mm. right? That was serving a purpose for me because I would be able to keep you in conversation because you would ask me a bunch of questions about that. I'd be able to answer them. 
and I would have your attention on me, right? That's self-serving. And so if I was somebody who would say, you know, you really shouldn't keep talking about all the negative stuff. The question would be like, well, then how am I going to get people to talk to me? <laughs> you have to right? find the alternative, right? Right. There's, there's many different options. <laughs> that's exactly that idea. So when we think about that, thinking about like positive neuroplasticity of thinking about what we change, what we speak, because language speaks life, or even our thinking of recognizing that those things do serve a purpose. And when we have to let go of something, the question is, what are we going to let grow in its place? Absolutely. In order to serve the purpose that it serves. So we talked about asking the question of why is it and what it makes it important today. We talked about how is it serving you and recognizing that. And then the third part is the fact of how do we let something go? How do we actually do that? There's a phenomenal book called um, Atomic Habits. Have you ever heard of this no. book? No. Who's the author on that? And because I'd like to be able to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look it up while we're talking. So Atomic Habits is a phenomenal book. It is a great book uh, that is based on behavior analysis. And it's based on the concept of associations is what they talk about. So what they explain is that you can pair uh, one, you can actually pair one habit with another habit. So we talk about, I want to let something go. It's this idea of saying, if I'm going to stop eating sweets, I have to recognize that I get hungry at eight o'clock at night. When I stop eating sweets, what am I going to eat instead, right? Choices. Going back to what makes it important right now is that I want to be healthy. That's my first question. Maybe I want to be healthy. I want to eat a healthier snack at night. Number two, how is it serving me? I'm hungry. I need to eat something. Number three, how do I do it? I look to say, okay, if I'm going to leave a hole because I'm going to let go of something, it does something have to replace it or am I going to have to change something else? So my example about eating something sweet at night, I'm either going to say, okay, I'm just going to change that one thing or replace it with something different. Maybe I'll eat peanut butter on celery instead of a candy bar. Or maybe I'm going to look at it and say, okay, well, that means I'm hungry. How do I not be hungry at that time at all? And then I can let that go because I've now taken away the need to have that behavior. Does that make sense? Absolutely, it does. Definitely. You have choices, so lots of choices. That's right. So Atomic Habits is a book that is by James Clear. It's a phenomenal book. So he talks about the concept of recognizing that you can pair things up. So what happens is if I have a nighttime routine and I want to give up eating chocolate, so what I do is I say, okay, every night before I go into the bedroom, I brush my teeth. So when I brush my teeth, I can pair brushing my teeth with the minute I finish brushing my teeth, I'm going to go make some celery and peanut butter. There you go. Beautiful. And it's better for you. You made a better choice. That's right. So I have that. So that's kind of that idea. Or maybe I prep it earlier in the day and I figure out when am I going to do that part of that behavior, right? Sure. Great concept. Great concept. I love it. When, when we think about our speaking or our thinking patterns and we have things we want to let go of, like one thing might be, I don't want to talk as much when I'm inside of a meeting. Then the question is, thinking to yourself, picturing in your mind's eye and visualizing when I'm in this meeting and this happens, here's what I'm going to do. So I'm not going to speak up. Maybe I'm going to hold my questions till the end, for example, right? Yep, perfect. 
So that's kind of that idea. So we kind of talked about a little bit of how do we actually let something go? And that's a really important point. When you look at Kathleen about the example that you gave us at the beginning, can you kind of see how that might play out a little bit? Absolutely. As far as an actionable item? Yep, definitely. You could pick and choose. Well, like you said, too, the positivity should be kind of planted into the seat of the brain, you know, but at the same time, not allowing certain people and things that are addressed in a negative manner to allow that space into your own happiness. Right. And that idea of recognizing the, the third part about this is, is that once you have started to create that positive new habit, you've let go of one thing and you have to recognize the positive consequences you're getting from that change. And that's when and you reward really yourself, replaying. right? You're rewarding that's yourself. Correct. That's right. You're either rewarding yourself and saying, Hey, if I do this five days in a row, I'm going to get myself something special or really replaying it in your mind. And somebody says, Oh, what's going on? What's new in your life? Hey, by the way, did I tell you, I actually, uh, I stopped eating candy bars at night. I'm really excited about that. I'm really enjoying the celery and peanut butter. Like talking about it, speaking about it, playing that tape in your mind to give yourself the gold star. And uh, and it's great. And one notices that when you make small changes, the more you recognize that you can make those small changes, it will actually help you to make bigger changes in your life that you want to make. It will help you take that little bit of more of a risk. And you're doing something good for yourself. That's right, because that's what we talk about for neuroplasticity is how do we be on our own side? How do we do what's good for us to move the needle forward? And again, if we talk about Valentine's Day, we talk about love. It's about loving ourselves, meeting ourselves where we are, being on our own side, and having grace and forgiveness recognizing we're not looking for perfection. We're just looking for progress. So give yourself grace when you are looking to let something go and it doesn't always work out. Just say, it's okay. It's okay. I'm doing the best I can and try again and start over. There you go. Perfect. Well said, Ian. I love it. Great information. Absolutely. And thank you everybody for joining me on this wonderful Valentine's Day. I would love anyone to share regarding what they've let go let go to let in right absolutely you make more room for the positive that's absolutely correct that's fantastic as so always and always great information love it <laughs> absolutely thank you so much kathleen for having me today really uh really appreciate You're everything welcome. that the chill factor offers absolutely and happy valentine's day to everybody <laughs> absolutely thank you so much shed the love and show the love everywhere right <laughs> absolutely and definitely if uh, anyone wants to definitely check out social media for finding strength with Anne. thank you Anne. we'll talk soon have a great absolutely. night honey. thank you you too bye-bye bye-bye